Welcome. Welcome. I'm Nako Narder. I'm Emily Walborn. And this is Half Asian. Half Hour. This week we are uh, discussing the film Columbo, sometimes called Columbus. <laughs> yeah, John probably Shire. more accurately titled <laughs> Columbus. <laughs> I think maybe more often Columbus. And it's John Cho and Haley Lee Richardson. Mm-hmm. Haley Lee Richardson, star of Justin Baldoni's directorial debut, Five Feet Apart, alongside oh, okay. House. Mm-hmm. And she was also in Jane the Virgin with her fiance, Brett Dyer. Who was she in Jane the Virgin? She, in like the very last season, has oh, like a little arc. Oh, last season. Okay, yeah. I did look her up and I was like, oh, she's engaged to Michael. Mm-hmm. Or Matthew, something with an M. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, what were, your, what were your initial thoughts of this movie? At first, when I thought it was like a romance, I was pretty trepidatious. I <laughs> yes. was not excited about that. And then the longer the movie went on and the more it was like a genuine connection between two people and not mm-hmm. romantic, it really grew on me. And since in the like day that since I've seen the movie, the more I think about it, the more I like it. Oh, okay. But while I was watching it, I think I was anxious about that. And it was like mm-hmm. pretty slow. It was gorgeous. It was stunning. Mm-hmm. It was kind of mumblecore which I, I think I don't like. Yeah. But if that is what people like, I feel like it's good. Well, in like the little synopsis I read about it when I was looking it up, it said it was kind of like the before trilogy, which mm. I love those movies. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I was going in going like, okay, it'll have like kind of similar pacing as that. Mm-hmm. It was slower. Okay. But man, the city is beautiful. Yeah. But also, yeah, I don't know. I was also worried at one point. I was like, wait, is this a romance? Because... Mm-hmm. He is like in his 40s and she's like 18. So that made me nervous for a little bit. Yeah. And then I was like, but they also don't have any chemistry, like as like romantic chemistry. So yeah. And it reminded me of The Lover, the 1992 film, which is about Asian male, white female. Mm -hmm. But it was really, and there's like a sex scene in it. And it's pretty controversial because I'm pretty sure he's like an adult. And I think she's like 15 or like 13 or something in the movie, like her character is. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, so this is actually, first of all, illegal. And second of all, (laughs) like, why is this the representation that is being given? Yeah. And I was looking up like, and I was trying to remember what the movie was called. And I was Googling like Asian male, white female movies. And like this one was on the list. Okay. Mm -hmm. Which is when I got even more nervous that they were going to have sex. Um, yeah. Because there's precedent. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, men do that. So it's not like yes. out of the, also out of the question that that, just because he's an Asian yes. man doesn't mean he wouldn't do that. So. And if he hadn't been Asian, I would have been immediately like, okay, this is boring or creepy or just <laughs> like this sucks. Yeah. And the fact that he was Asian made it less boring but it didn't make it less creepy and it if mm-hmm. anything made me be like wait don't put an asian guy in this don't put john cho <laughs> in this position yeah don't make him do this yeah i thought the performances were really good though yes totally i really like both of them i think my only thing with that was that like i i wanted john cho's character to be like a bigger part of the story because totally. it was her story really and mm-hmm. so i kind of was thinking what's his deal (laughs) yes you know because we don't really get 
much i feel like you know we get his relationship with his father Mm -hmm. that there's tension there Mm -hmm. and um you know he feels like his dad puts his work before him Mm -hmm. but there wasn't really like a resolution to that yeah which i mean i guess there doesn't have to be but it kind of didn't feel like there was much else to him yes yeah i had written down we don't see him until almost eight minutes into the movie yeah and in the wikipedia plot synopsis it is three paragraphs long like almost nothing happens in this movie yeah i read that and i was like you know what that actually sums it up pretty good (laughs) they did not leave anything out because i would say like what to me is interesting about this movie is like all the gorgeous shots of architecture yeah i i didn't know that columbus indiana was such a mecca of architecture mm-hmm. yeah i didn't either yeah i mean very beautiful mm-hmm. buildings i read that the director purposefully used negative space in mm-hmm. in shooting it to be like architecture like empty buildings yeah this movie was just wide shot after wide shot it, and it was what was some of the more interesting shots too were like we watch people through mirrors mm-hmm. a lot of the time or mm-hmm. Or, like, we just pretty much see one person mm-hmm. and then, like, another person comes, like, in and out of frame or, like, we just kind of mm-hmm. hear them off mm-hmm. off screen. Yeah. It was, like, the perfect student film. Like, it mm-hmm. used all the techniques <laughs> that people use in student films taken to its absolute highest level mm-hmm. and its most advanced form. Mm-hmm. It just happens to be a form that I don't find compelling. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely very artsy film Mm -hmm. like it's very much a film lovers film you know what I mean and I think the direct writer director I'm pretty sure he he was a critic turned writer director and this is his first Mm -hmm. feature which makes sense you know because I Mm -hmm. I feel like this is definitely the type of movie a critic would make (laughs) yes and I think if we had watched this like our senior year of high school we would have I would have loved this movie or I would have at least talked about Mm -hmm. loving this movie yeah yeah I think you're right I think now I'm kind of like uh I don't have to pretend to like yes <laughs> like art house kind of films I'm okay to be like no I think that was kind of boring it looked nice yes. but honestly it was too boring for me <laughs> yes correct. not that this was totally boring there were a right. lot of themes in it that I really liked because I mean <laughs> you know me I love a, a movie where a small town girl is trying to mm-hmm. wrestling with leaving town yeah I love that love that shit but there wasn't enough it didn't come early enough and it wasn't enough for me yes totally John Cho does have some very tight lines in here like when he first mm-hmm. meets Haley Lee Richardson he's talking on the phone in Korean and then he asked mm-hmm. about the smoke and she's like oh you speak English and he's like Asian people can't speak English and she's like no sorry and he's like no I'm like being a dick sorry like yeah with a cigarette which was like night I don't know like yeah he clearly is being like a dick but also he's probably sick of hearing people I just thought that was like a true mm-hmm. and good moment yeah and then she says like I'm gonna feel offensive if I'm wrong but are you this person's mm-hmm. son and he's like yeah I am but we find out his dad was just coming to be a guest lecturer so she's never met this guy so she actually is taking quite a big swing by saying <laughs> you're the second Korean person I've ever heard of are you guys related I think that this is how I tracked that, was that she was going to his lecture, but her mm-hmm. that he 
was in the hospital and then he saw this like other Mm -hmm. Korean guy go to the hospital Mm -hmm. and honestly in a small town Mm -hmm. so we looked I looked at or Jordan looked at the um, population of Columbus Indiana and it's like pretty comparable to Helena okay so if I if an Asian architecture guy was giving a lecture I guess Mm -hmm. in Helena Montana Mm -hmm. um and then I, we heard he got sick, somehow mm-hmm. saw an Asian person at the hospital. I'd be like, okay, I'm probably related. <laughs> okay, that is a really good point, actually. And yeah, you're right. So I'll give her credit for that. Yes. And otherwise, I think she is like, cool. She doesn't say anything like uncouth, mm-hmm. untoward. One thing I did clock, though, was there's a scene up, up top where he's getting drinks with this woman, Parker Posey, from Best in Show. Mm-hmm. she's i guess his dad's like Like, caretaker i guess i thought she was like his or he was her mentor or something like that or like she was his student Mm. at some point maybe or it was unclear unclear. it was unclear Unclear. but they're getting drinks he's talking about his job he lives in Mm -hmm. seoul and he translates books from english to korean and She's like, well, clearly, he's like, I'm on deadline. She's like, well, they're going to give you time off because of this, right? And he's like, no, I mean, I'm still on deadline. And she's like, oh, that can't be true. And I'm like, why are you acting like that's like an insane, like Korean workaholic, Asian, Mm -hmm. like whatever? Like so many American companies act the exact same way. So that was one of, and there's another moment later where I was like, why are you guys acting like this is like an Asian thing when like this is just how things work? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like later when she, Haley Lou, and John Cho get in a fight because he's like, I hope my dad never live like wakes up or gets mm-hmm. better. Uh, because in Korea they expect you to like be there and grieve the appropriate amount. Otherwise, like his Kikri, his ghost will like not be able to like mm-hmm. be free. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my dad doesn't even believe in that, but like I'm still expected to do mm-hmm. it. And she's like, well, like that's kind of weird. And I'm like, is it because like that's how we grieve? Yeah. Like if you are not. I feel like that every single time someone dies in a TV show and their kid's like, I can't cry. Oh no, like I'm not responding yeah. as normally. And everyone's like, you have to cry even if that's not like, and like. Yeah. And also like the funerals are often held at churches even if people aren't religious. Right. Like it just was like a weird, like, why are you acting are you like pretending? this is like this oriental yeah. concept? Why are you pretending you have no idea how, <sighs> yeah, I agree. Those are, those are good moments to point out. And, I th- and like, and that's something I think the movie did well, was pointing mm-hmm. that out in a way that felt, it was like, what was really good about the movie was there was no part that was like overdrawn or exaggerated. All of it was played exactly how it happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was very realistic. Yeah, I thought the dialogue too was definitely how the director, writer-director talks, but I, I felt like they did, yeah, they both did a good job. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, maybe I just wasn't in the mood for, or I didn't expect mm. it to be as, like, slow-paced as it was. Not that slow is always a bad thing, you know, but just, I think in this mm-hmm. case, I was like, that is, that is the, I think, some of times the fault of Mumblecore mm-hmm. is that they, they go for so realistic that the pacing is oftentimes off, or, like, they'll Mm-hmm. put in like conversations that you're like okay and what's this for mm-hmm. you know and then it kind of like yes. <laughs> just kind of it I feel like Mumblecore oftentimes a pitfall of it it can be like delaying plot to establish mm-hmm. reality at first and then just kind of putting things off mm-hmm. this movie I think didn't totally do that I think we we kind of knew that what 
at least Haley Lou's character's deal was from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But we did also didn't like get her dilemma of like she has this job lined up in in New Haven that she could go to, but she has to stay in. She feels like she has to stay and take care of her mom. We didn't get that until mm-hmm. about halfway through the movie. So yeah, because I mean, because yeah. that's like that's kind of like gives it the what I thought made the totally. the second half of the movie very interesting like more engaging was okay now I know is she gonna leave or is she not gonna leave and Jen is obviously gonna help her leave but that should be yes absolutely yeah and I understand like not wanting to make this a movie about like a parent with a meth addiction Mm -hmm. and just trying to show like it affects every part of your life even if you're not talking about it and you don't always want to talk about it and make things about Mm -hmm. like yeah I would agree like it the the way that this was made lent itself to be being really like authentic and respectful and mm-hmm. sensitive in its portrayal of difficult experiences. But I wish, I just wish we had spent more time on it or just like less time on like wide shots. Yeah, I think it was for me just a little bit confusing too at the beginning because I thought, I assumed it was John Cho's movie. This is his dad, mm-hmm. he's coming. But then it, in the end didn't really be, become about him so much as as Haley mm-hmm. Lou's character so mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just uh kind of splitting splitting between them too much at the beginning yeah and we did not need as much as I thought he gave a good performance did not need Rory Culkin's <laughs> character yeah it's a fun character but yeah because I wasn't even sure I'm like are they dating are they not dating I don't know you know yeah yeah I felt like he belonged in a different scene he belonged in like a party scene as like a bit yeah <laughs> Well, one cool thing we get is John Cho and his dad's student, whoever this woman is, they kiss. So that was, I guess, cool. Except then she's like, you need to leave. And he's like, please. And she's like, you need to leave. And I was like, don't. Come on. John Cho would never be desperate or ignore consent in this way. (laughs) That's true. Come on. Give him some credit. I don't know about this lady. Okay. What are your thoughts on this? Because- when that scene happened I was like oh okay I was pretty sure like she was into his dad I thought that too and then I'm like gross is she like trying to get with his dad (laughs) and him because she also has a husband right yeah it was a real Jacob from Twilight (laughs) situation for her to do that I don't know man okay I did like the movie I think if I had I think like you if I'd been in a better mood when I watched Mm -hmm. it and definitely if I had seen it in theaters would have really changed it was like good I'm glad it got made I'm excited to see this next person's Mm -hmm. movie I think it was like a cool role for John Cho to get to do we get to see his tight bod (laughs) I thought Haley like everyone gave good performances and it was very pretty I wish they had cut like at least a half hour from it yeah it definitely feels like a movie that you'd go see in a theater just because Mm -hmm. to see it on a big screen with that the way it was shot and critics after it came out were like why isn't John Cho been in more movies like leads in more movies Mm -hmm. this is such a great part Mm -hmm. for him and I'm like I mean Mm -hmm. it was he was really good in it but Mm-hmm. It wasn't even honestly that, that big of a part compared to, like, I mean, no. I think he's he's kind of the secondary lead. Totally. Yeah. Which is good news for white feminists <laughs> everywhere. Uh, one thing I, I also thought was good was I think it was like, to me, that is like a perfect amount of representation mm-hmm. of like, it's not the plot. If he hadn't been Asian or if they had never mentioned that he mm-hmm. was Asian, it still would have been 
pretty much the same movie definitely just as good of a movie Mm -hmm. but they just added little details in because it does come up everywhere like every couple of days i guess i just feel bad that we're like ragging on this movie that ultimately Mm. is like furthers representation clearly people worked hard on it there's nothing actively bad about it and i want to root for it and i mean it has a 97 on rotten tomatoes and like an 89 on metacritic so it's obviously very beloved and a great movie and i i think for whatever reason you and i just didn't really connect with it when we watched it uh yeah but i mean I can see myself in a totally other, on a different day in the mood to watch mm-hmm. a movie like that and loving it. Had you, had you seen it before? No. Yeah. Maybe we'll rewatch it someday. Yeah. And we'll, we'll if we like it better, we'll <laughs> review it. What, okay. What would you give it Gongs and Ramen? Um, gongs, I think I'd give it like a 3.75. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. three, three and a half does feel low because it is so beautifully shot and yes. like obviously a good movie and very mm-hmm. subtle and, and beautiful mm-hmm. and all that. So I wouldn't give it that low. For ramen, I think, yeah, I think like a, a four and a half or a five, like it is great representation. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I think we always talk about. We also need this kind of representation where it, mm-hmm. you just are Asian in the world and it'll come up in different mm-hmm. ways, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But like, it's not part of the plot. He's not suffering because he's Asian. He's he's there mm-hmm. just to visit his dad. And, and he meets yeah. this girl, talks about architecture. And that's fine. Yeah, I would do probably the exact same thing. Like a three and a half plus. Mm-hmm. Because I it was like clearly a skillful movie. Much like Midsommar. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I thought that there were problems with like the plot, it was clearly a skillful movie filmmaker who made the movie it's more scary yes <laughs> um but like you could still tell like if this guy were to direct music videos you know they would yeah. be good because he clearly knows like a lot of really good mm-hmm. techniques and there's all i think they're again if we had been in high school maybe we would have felt pressure to act like we liked <laughs> yeah. it more than we did because i can like objectively tell that it's mm-hmm. good and it makes me feel a little bit dumb for finding it boring yeah but- it's just like it's a you can tell it's a very intellectual movie and it doesn't mm-hmm. it, it like doesn't I don't know how to say this it, it's like an intellectual movie that like doesn't make an apology for being an intellectual movie you know like it yes. knows that it is a very yeah. like kind of heady movie about people loving architecture and like connecting yes. because of that yeah and that's a sweet thing to make a movie about totally and I'm glad you brought up the before trilogy because I have never seen them and I've been putting it off because I think I'm gonna find them boring you like them they're really good they're really yeah. good okay. I think you more than, more than anything will really like um what's her name Julie Delphi her character mm-hmm. she's great she's great okay that. I'll give I'll give them a watch but I, I tend to straight like I don't think that I am inclined to like this kind of movie mm-hmm. but if someone loved the before trilogy I could see them liking this or if they loved architecture I could see them like the before more. movies are some of Jordan's favorite movies and he watched okay. this movie with me and had about the same reaction so hmm. um okay. but i think i recommend people watch the four trilogy there's nothing to do with asian representation okay. but they are very fun <laughs> they're very good movies <laughs> okay and i and i would give this a five for yeah. representation i thought this was amazing representation and i would have freaked out if i watched this came out in 2017 this came out before crazy rich asians i definitely would have freaked yeah. out yeah totally so Ultimately, I guess, sorry that we didn't like it more. We, we still, still enjoy it. Like, really I still feel like a three, three and a half plus. 
is a good real review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just think like we <laughs> on our podcast we do give a lot of like love this movie, love this movie. But that's because we're yeah. also like just getting started in a way. So like we're kind of hitting a lot of the hits up top. I like how much this review is an apology. <laughs> oh, I still feel like it's a good review. Like uh, we liked, we enjoyed it. Just yeah. probably not as much as we thought, but we did enjoy it. Yes, yes. I also had very high hopes just because everyone was saying. It was so mm-hmm. good. And I understand why they're saying that. Basically, Kogonata, if you ever hear this, we did, we did like we it. Did. And we do support you. And I know you don't care. Not that you need <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I guess, wasn't in the mood. But I liked all the individual mm-hmm. pieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think we've ever responded to a movie no. this way. But hey, it's first for everything. Yeah, and this is all right. So <laughs> uh, next week we're going to be doing another mumblecore indie darling, mm-hmm. the Meg. She's really into architecture of the sea, and she's way older <laughs> than her love interest. Yeah, uh, so that'll be a complex discussion to have with her. A couple thousands of years <laughs> older, to be quite honest, and it's a little bit unethical, if we're being frank. But we'll get all get yeah. into that next week. Thanks, guys. See you next Bye. time. Half Asian, half hour. Half Asian, half hour. Half Asian, half hour.